Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Udi. Today is August 30th, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready Noon PC does conduct Zoom conferences or conferences from uh, past nine years. Uh, this is a free conference for those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media. You can check our timings at rnlockgroup.com. For those people who are in the conference, if you're a first-time comer, we want you to show your face. And please mention it to Leo that this is a first time, and then she will unmute you. Sajid? Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I have two questions. Uh, first one is like my friend, he has got his uh, H1 approved uh, in, in India. He's in India. And mm-hmm. uh, let's say if he get, gets his appointment and stamping done, are there any of the additional restrictions for travel to US? Will he get a national interest exemption or will he not get the national interest exemption? Uh, not sure. Maybe I don't know. Well, if if he did get gets the national interest exemption, there are no restrictions. If he doesn't get the national interest exemption, they won't grant him the visa. Oh, is it okay? So that's so if he gets it, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. If he gets it, he's fine. If he doesn't get it, they won't give him the visa. So they no, tell him to come back again. Okay, so stamping will only be done if he has NIE. Okay. Yeah, unless he's exempt from it. Oh, okay. But he's if he gets from- a yeah, no, I don't know. I have to ch- check with him. Well, he's exempt because of the other reasons. Maybe he's U.S. citizen children. Children? Uh, no. Wow. Yeah. Well, let him come to the conference call. Next person, please. Uh, one Adish? other question that I have. The next question I have mm-hmm. is like, I'll be filing my I-485 this month. Mm-hmm. And uh, so can I can I submit the medicals along with it the, for with the initial filing? Yes, you can. Okay, and that's a that's a good thing, right? I mean, it would help. You should, you should, you should. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Arush. Hey, uh, thanks, Rahul. Hey, am I audible? Sure, you are. Hey, Rahul, I'm holding my champagne bottle before uh, getting the message from you. Like, you know, sure. so Rahul, what happened is I sent my 485 and I want put it concurrently in 2019 June. Mm-hmm. And I received a RFE on this August 1st week for I-485J medical and G325A, that is biographic information. I replied in a week and mm-hmm. what happened is uh, uh, on Friday, I got the mail from Texas Service Center that they sent the rejection notice with the uh, I-485J. And they they put one sticky note on 485J, part one, section A. There is, is this job is bona fide offer or is this a AC21 portability? So mm-hmm. it was not checked and they returned that document to me and my attorney is planned to ship it today. 
But what happened this afternoon is I got the email and I see the online status update. New card is being produced for 485. So I'm really not sure, you know, what's going on or what to do. Looks like definitely it seems to have, they have approved that. Okay. Let me ask you this okay. question. Was there, is it the same job or did you move to a different company? Everything is same. Employer is same. Job yeah, is same. yeah, I got the point. I would still, I would still send the I485J supplement. Okay. Okay. I would still do okay. it. I would still do it. But it looks like okay. you may have to open the champagne next week for sure. Okay. okay then I'll wait for that way next week. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you. Next Sharan? question, please. Sharan? Yeah. Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking the time. Um, so this is in regards to my wife's visa. Uh, she's currently on H4 visa. Uh, we had applied for her uh, F1 visa online back in August 2020. Uh, so we learned that it is taking more than one, one and a half year now. Uh, so um, uh, so we explored the other options. We luckily got an expedited F1 visa interview in Mexico. So my question is, should we pay service fee again? Okay, so, oh, oh okay. You put it as a change of status. Yes. Now you're going for there. And she's on H4 visa right now, is right? Yes, so she's on H4 visa. What about her I-94, her passport stamping of H4, it expired or not? It is not expired. Uh, it's valid until... You should, uh, you, should pay, you should get a fresh I-20. She got a fresh I-20. Uh, mm -hmm. We paid for service fees when we applied for F1. Uh, yeah, and but right now, right now, you need to consult the DSO okay. to check to see if you have to... if. She's complying to go to the consulate, though. We checked, so they were okay with it. Uh, if they're okay with it, you're fine. So do we have to pay for service fee again? That's a question you need to ask the DSO. You said, you said the DSO is fine with it. You don't have to pay any fees. Okay, so DSO is fine with the interview, but they don't know. So he said they, well, they don't you need to You need to check with the DSO. Okay. Okay? Okay, then. Next person, please. Pranav? Hi, Rahul. Um, I, I just want to warn you that there are a lot of denials that are coming in the F1 visa. Please be careful. Just because you're in the USA, you're going to Mexico, doesn't mean that the F1 will be guaranteed to be approved. Uh, go ahead, Kunal. Yeah, um, I have a approved EB3 I-140 with a priority date of October 2017. Mm -hmm. And right now I have a job offer letter from this one company who is willing to start my prompt process after one year of employment. Oh, um, I'm not, I'm not joining them. Not joining? Even if they I'm were to joining. start the firm process immediately? You said one year, then you, now you change. Yeah, but, right. No, so I'm like, I could go back to them and renegotiate if, if it's possible. I mean, right now they're very, um, like, um, I turn am, on one year. If I, I mean, I can go wrong. Don't come to me one year later on that. No, I no, of wrong, course. Okay? <laughs> yep. I will, I will still not, I'm not still moving. You will still not move? Okay. No. Um, okay. So do you predict that my, the uh, probability of my priority date uh, becoming current is um, high? I wouldn't say very um, high, but would you, would you say they're high? <laughs> I wouldn't say high, but still I'm not moving. Not moving? Yeah. Okay. Any, any chance I could be, it could become current after next year? Like just in case if it doesn't happen next year, like the year after? When you say any chance, I will have to say yes, yeah. Otherwise, I, I would have moved. Right, right. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you. Next person, please. 
Balakrishnan. Yeah. Hey, hi, Rahul. So I, I'm a EB3 applicant. Um, so I'm current from August, uh, this, this August. Um, I, I replied the medical RFE on 7.30. So I thought it's the best time, like, so that um, on uh, August 1st, they will open and uh, approve it. But I'm still... I didn't, I didn't get any approval uh, means I, I didn't change I didn't see any changes so uh, can I wait or can I send one more time the the medical RFE um, no I would not send one more time the medical RFE though it takes a little bit time maybe two, one to two weeks sometimes for them to reflect though previously it was taking months but it's only taking one to two weeks now it is okay so the other question is say so if suppose uh, for any emergency if I go to India my when my approval is not coming I um after i leaving india if the approval come in so you you can come back in advance bro rh1b stamping if you already have it yeah i have the h1b so so i can come back right okay yeah you can thank you okay hey um hey this is goki hey a uh, question um what is the process to i need to go to mexico uh, for a wedding and i need my h1b stamped so what is the process for going to mexico also get my h1b stamped in the in the process well you need to get an emergency appointment in mexico for going there okay so but, but we, 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 okay but we still can do that when you say still can do it can i get 230 million dollars in the next this weekend yes if i buy the lottery i can <laughs> yeah. so right. so if you're going to ask me what are the practicality that they will come to you and then say sir your emergency mm-hmm. visa request is approved and come and take it student visa people they are encouraging very much though but not for other people so okay, okay. it's going to be very unlikely to get an emergency but if they do give it then you can get the h1b approved there gotcha thank you next person please don't ask me the possibility guys because we lawyers tend to give wrong information and try to extract the money from you guys ask the probability not possibility kiran good hi rahul uh, this is kiran i have one question uh, the thing is uh, i have a h1 approval when i am in india but my employer filed my h1 but i came to us on april on h4 basically so right now my employer has been lifting the hands like uh, he's not uh, accepting the change of status for me so he told like uh, you can search for a job a uh, new job so that new employer can sponsor the change of status and you know can i do can i do the, is it possible way like uh, i can search for a job even though i have h1 approval even though i came for h1 here um unfortunately you're technically not counted to the h1b number to be counted to the h1b number you must have either h1b stamped in the passport or you must have a valid uh, you must have a valid n84 so technically the only company that can save you at this point of time is the company that file your h1b got the h1b approval they can only file the change of status another company cannot file okay is there any like uh, any uh, i mean like uh, is there any possibility like uh, if i consider like any consultancies and in house project with the same role and same uh, position no 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 only that company can do it no other company can do it only that company can do it a different company cannot file a h1b 
you got the point hello sir did you get the point yeah okay then next person please praveen um hi yeah uh, thank you thank you for your time uh, i have a question like i done my um, 485 um along with my i140 amendment due to the company name change and uh, i just got i140 approved and i also have an ead with me so my question is um, uh, as long as the 485 submitted like last october um, can i can i do the company change right now because i got an offers couple of offers so yeah, even even if it's 5 dollars more I'll, you can take it if you want so i140 amendment was just approved like last week doesn't matter you don't have to stay for 180 days after it's been approved uh it's not i mean okay uh, after we file the 485 that's what you are trying to say there after are two 485, things okay after 485 180 days the i140 approval there are exceptions even if it's not approved also you can but i would not recommend changing the company before the i140 is approved but technically there are exceptions available if the i140 is not approved now since you are telling it's i140 is approved you are completely out of danger so do i need to ask for the 485j for the new company that would be better so as no i mean immediate move after that we need to ask for the 485j that is right but is okay. it essential that they have to file it before you move no they can file after you know that h1b transfer you can't move until they file it that's not the same case in 485 there's a lot of leniency in there okay but okay. I, yeah i would not delay a couple of months though okay so i just want to clarify one more thing for one i140 approved uh, amendment just approved like a week before and 485 has applied on october so i can i can go ahead and completely safe to move to other company so what if i is any chance that i140 get uh, rejected by my old employer if i move to the new you said i140 is all already approved it's already approved there's i mean in the internet i see that there can be chance of cancel that is there any option or something like that i don't know it can happen in 1% of the time remember if you're going to ask the possibilities of it okay and you, uh, we, we always we, we always cheat people when people okay. ask the possibility everything Maybe. is possible i mean let, let me tell you one thing there is a lady who got citizenship she never even applied for it she never even oh believe me i i even touched her she is the most beautiful lady i ever touched in my life you want to know her name what was that mother teresa <laughs> oh yeah so uh, uh because i i have just 7 months away from the uh, current i mean my dates were like I, it doesn't matter i said you are okay. safe sir if you don't want to be safe that's up to you next person please okay thank you arthik remember what i told the 2017 guy i said don't move i won't move Karthik, next person, please. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Karthik. Actually, uh, this is related to my uh, I-485 RFE. So, in our I-485, in the first page, I have mentioned my full name is Karthik Kamaraj, uh, as per the passport. And also, in the same page, in the other name column, I keep it as blank because I don't use any other names. And all my mark sheets uh, that has mentioned as Karthik K, and K stands mm-hmm. for. my first name first uh, uh, first letter of my last name and uh, mm-hmm. the birth certificates they have printed as kartik and uh, name of father kamraj the rop they asked me the proof of when your name has changed from k to kartik uh, sorry kamraj that last name k to kamraj i'm not sure like uh, all the yeah. 
ఆర్టికల్స్ you know why the mother father's first name comes in there and also the lawyer can explain in a letter i'm a lawyer i've been practicing here for 20 years this is what goes on here if there is any gazetted officer though okay from the government that can sign a letter that's going to be even much better okay i'm a gazetted officer i'm working with the uh, with the state government of uh, tamil nadu or municipality of this thing and from since so long i've been this is a way it goes so if you can get an affidavit from the government official that's going to be even much better okay okay sure thank you very much and uh, yeah, hit, hit, hit with three two you know make sure that you hit with big snake or small snake hit with a big stick okay 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 and uh, do i need to uh, give any affidavit from usa actually i am planning to get it one from my lawyer and also as you like gazetteer officers now i can try to get the other one also and do i need to add any other affidavit from here Hmm, no you don't have to i'm fine with it okay great thank you very much thank you next person please ifan yes um i just want to ask about uh, i just got married and i travel back i'm a green card holder and my wife has the visa uh, uh, business visa and a visit visa is she can travel and visit me on a temporary intent why would you not consult a lawyer before you guys get married okay uh this is <laughs> technically speaking about she is not supposed to travel on a b1 b2 once you are married though if okay. they found out that you are married though there is a good chance that they will and there are different ways they will find out believe me i can't find how they find out uh but they will find out and they will deport her the best way is for you to file an i130 the best way would have been for her to come here and if she changes her intention you would have just filed an i130 and 485 that would be the best okay. method right now What? technically she is not supposed to travel on a b2 if her intention is to stay in this country okay even if she prove that she is traveling back after one month or something by showing the return ticket or first is she needs to quarantine for 15 days and she's only coming for 30 days here uh, i i would i would not recommend i have seen so many people getting deported you may want to consult a lawyer i'm, I'm not the proper lawyer for it um i'll put the other lawyer's name in there sunita kapoor uh, i'll put her information to you there okay okay thank you thanks okay yeah hi rahul so i think we spoke I spoke to you already for the 2 3 weeks back so my parents like they are in B1 visa here so their tickets were on my dad's ticket was on October 4th and my mom is traveling on November 15th now they have got their biometrics scheduled on September 14th so like if they go for biometrics and then my if my father leaves the country before the visa gets he gets uh should my mom also leave leave along with him or my mom can stay until number 15 who is the main like, applicant who is the main applicant my father 
And that's okay. Your father can live, your mother can stay here until the ex- When did you request until what time did you request an expiration? Uh, exp- it's like we have extended until for another than six months. Okay. But the extension was filed on your dad's name. Yeah. And My your mom is a dependent. Mom is a dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when is the first extension time expiring? Uh, it's already expired. It's August 7th. <sighs> yeah, you're fine. You can, you can still go ahead. The reason is that it's not a transfer change of status to B2. It was an extension. Extension will be adjudicated even after the person leaves the country. Okay. Yeah. So even though they but, have. But, the is, but is, is your dad doing the biometrics? Yes. Yeah. He's doing the biometrics. Only after the biometrics he's leaving. Yes. Uh, that's fine. You okay. can leave and your mom can. Even my mom can give the biometrics, right? Should give it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. This is my question. Next person, please. Someone. Hey Rahul, first of all, I would like to thank you for educating all of us on the listing sure. of visas. My priority priority date is December 2015, mm-hmm. and my son is is July 2002 born. So I believe he will be aging out in 2023 July. Mm-hmm. Can I file his F1 visa before I file I 485 for all of us? I have a fear that if I file his F1 visa and he gets F1 visa, then he may not be eligible to file I-485 with me. Not right. Okay. You're not right. Even if he gets F1 visa, if he is under 21, and I guess you know what a CSPA rules are, is right? Uh, not really. Is it? Is it 21? Oh, 21 years completion of the I-140 approval that you have, is it EB-2 or EB-3? EB-3. How long is the I-140 been approved? I-140 took though? Uh, It was in 2016. No, you did not tell me that how long the I-140 takes. You need to watch the video called CSPA video. Now, the first answer, easy answer to your question is, is your son, if you if it's become 20, uh, if, if he gets an F1 visa, can you add him to the 485 application? The clear answer to that is yes, you can. Okay? okay. Now, you need to understand the CSPA very closely though. Some of the times what we do in the CSPA is that we withdraw your I-140 application, file it again. Oh. Why? Why are you stupid guys taking my money and filing and withdrawing an application, filing it again? Oh, I see. So I don't need to withdraw and file again? No, you should. <laughs> you need to watch this video. Okay. The reason, the reason is that we don't know when the prior to date, final action date is going to become current for your son, is right? right? We want to prolong his age beyond 21. There are ways to do it. Okay, okay. I want you to watch this video that I sent to you. And I want you to probably, right now, it may or may not be a right time for you to consult, but probably in about, I would say somewhere remote May or June of 2021, you may want to consult us though. Okay. 
Okay. Because but, and and your company must be willing to cooperate with you. The yeah. reason why the reason why we draw the I one forty and file it again is that if the I one forty took only two weeks to get an approval, your son will age out in July two thousand twenty two. Then, if the final action date becomes current afterwards, he will not be saved. What we normally do is we withdraw it, we file an I one forty again, and they will take one year to approve the I one forty. So your son will be locked until two thousand, not two thousand twenty-two, but June or July of two thousand twenty-three. Are you understanding, or if you're not understanding, watch this video. Okay, next person, please. Thank you. You need to watch this video, sir. Okay, you and okay. your son need to watch it. Thank you. Thank you. I'll do that. hi um thank you sir um um i have one i have actually two questions mm -hmm. um so um my parents uh came here on b2 uh in february and um they applied for an extension on um uh, may 2021 and mm -hmm. um they got rejected in july saying um wrong fees um we did it ourselves um so you know it was so when did their i94 expired july 20 when did you got the rejection july first week did you refile it yes so did you refile it before the i94 expired yes okay keep going um and unfortunately on friday we got the rejection again saying um the file is the fees is wrong again So we were so confused because the website says different amount. Why did not you file it online? Um, that should have been better. Well, yeah, for for the people who are on this, please online. You cannot even pay the wrong fees. They won't even allow you to do pay the wrong fees. And now they should leave the country now. Not only they should leave the country. um they should also their passport visa is invalid now oh once you stay unlawfully in this country for one single day your passport visa becomes invalid since your passport visa has become invalid though um you will uh, they cannot use that to come back and if they try to use that to come back they'll be put in deportation proceeding in jail for 2 to 3 days and send them back so they will have to wait for some more time apply for a b2 visa again and come back to the country okay. i have no other better solution for you okay yeah it because their health is not good so you know we're taking care of them for couple yeah days. yeah but this country is not here for allowing the people coming from outside and staying in this country uh, they are only supposed to visit this country ma'am next person please You're not US citizen by any chance, are you? Sorry. Are you a US citizen by any chance? No, uh, my husband is, so I'm applying on the process of green card. Um, okay. Yeah. Next person, please. Thanks. Hi Rahul. Hi Rahul. This is Amar Nath. So Thanks, I have Amar. a question. Uh, my PD is uh, January eleventh, twenty nineteen. Is there any possibility? I mean, probability that I'm gonna. get my filing date chart current in few months very less okay can i can i try for full times that kind of stuff 2019 i may consider 
joining a full time. But as long as they are willing to file the green card immediately, but if they have a waiting list that we will do it after one year, after two years, I'm not joining them. Okay, perfect, perfect. Thank you, Rahul. I'll take the next two callers, guys. Rashikar. Hi, Rahul. I'm Rashikar. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, I'm on F1 visa. And then uh, my company uh, filed H-1B uh, this year, and then it got approved. But uh, due to their business reasons, um, my employment is going to terminate uh, two more weeks. Oh, but my, my H-1 is going to start on October 1st. Would they withdraw the H-1B? Would they not withdraw the H-1B? Uh, they haven't told me anything about it. Uh, you speak Hindi? No, I speak Telugu. You're Hyderabadi? Yeah. You may become a Garka, a Gatka. Here is the problem with you. Because if you applied for change of status, those the civics will kick you out on October 1st. So the only hope for you is that if the company doesn't withdraw it by October 1st week. Okay. And you have some other, some other company file a H-1B for you. That is the best solution for you. So can I transfer uh, from October 1st? Uh-huh. You can transfer from October 1st if they don't withdraw it. Okay. For the new company, uh, they can start uh, filing like a bit in this uh, month itself? No, I would recommend to file it on October 1st week. Okay, so I can work on the receipt notice uh, once it got approved. You, you, you said two things. You can start working on the receipt notice. You don't have to wait for the approval. No, the thing is like uh, they will start filing LCA, LCA filing on the October 1st means uh, maybe the process will take to file the petition, uh, it will take maybe uh, 15 days or something like that, right? October 1st is 30 days from now. Okay. What are you speaking yeah. about? Okay, the new employer can start filing uh, LCA on this September, right? They can file it today. Okay. Okay. They okay, can yeah. file it before, uh, uh, but I do not recommend them filing after before October. I want them to file in October. Once you have the FedEx tracking number that says that it's been received, you're good to go. Next person, please. Thank you. Raghav. Hey, uh, thanks. But if they withdraw, you will be in big trouble. The last caller today, Raghav, go ahead. Thanks, Mr. I'll try to go. Uh, if anybody has one-line questions, guys, I will try to go ahead with the questions so you can put in the chat. I will try to respond as many as possible. Hey, hey Rahul, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. So my PD is 2013. I applied for the downgrade uh, and USCIS got my file on December the 10th. My I-140 is approved. Uh, I got my biometrics done, but still waiting for my wife biometrics. So my question is, um, let's say if I don't get my EAD or GC before the September 30th this year quota uh, and fall into next year, any, I mean, will it go under normal like 7% cap or there are a lot of other? No, know, there, next year also we have extra green cards though. Okay. So I... So it, you will you will not be in that big danger, but the whole society will be in big danger. No, understood the the reason I'm asking. But you're fine. But you're fine. You okay. should be getting the Okay. Thank you. Thank uh, you. And, and and let me ask you this question: mm-hmm. Did your wife applied for H four and got her biometrics done? No, she's on H one B as well. So she she I applied as a dependent on. My I know. I'm just trying to see if there are some people who got the green card like that. Okay, okay. that's fine. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Rahul. Thank you. I'm going to go to the questions that were been posted in the chat group, guys. Uh, um, 
Um, the question from one of the gentlemen is that uh, Ram is, he wants to file a H4 EAD standalone. And after one month, he's going to change the address. Not a problem because it's easy to change the address uh, because you can do AR11 online. Um, then you can um, you can do uh, you, you you can do online AR11. So that's the best thing that uh, and and we haven't had any problem when people do the online AR11 and change the address. Um, is there any guidelines for EAD and AP renewal? It's pretty simple. You, if you want money, you can go with your lawyer. But pretty much, I haven't seen anybody messing up on that though. Um, EAD prior to 2014, uh, I, he got the EAD and AP approved. The spouse did not get it get it approved. Can there is anything that can be done that will be actionable? Unfortunately, you can try, but they are not honoring those requests. Um, NIV approved under EB2 by employer is different from self-petitioning with respect to switching jobs. Uh, I'm assuming that uh, it is a self-petitioning. That's what, uh, oh, petition by employer. Okay. Um, switching the jobs, is it after filing the 485 or before filing the 485? If it is before filing the 485, you may have to file an I-140 again. Otherwise you may not be able to use it. If a self-petition, it's completely different because uh, it's not self-petition, you're still stuck with the company. Well, I don't see any more questions coming up. Uh, thank you guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Don't forget that we do have a Facebook and YouTube live also tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.